the more work you do between your coaching sessions, the more likely you are to achieve your desired results. You should also be prepared and committed to take new risk. You're not hiring a coach to get the same results you've always gotten. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to Elite Achievement, your go-to podcast for service-based business owners who want to achieve their goals and grow their businesses. Hear inspiring stories from other business owners, learn goal achievement strategies, and overcome the challenges you face when growing your business. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach, here to help you achieve your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve. Hey, Goal Achievers, I'm curious. Are you going after your goals alone? If you pride yourself on being independent, then you might struggle to ask for help. And there are many reasons why we don't ask for help, such as fear, pride, or limiting beliefs. Yet when I think about the significant goals I have achieved, I realize I haven't reached them alone. I've had a team of supporters encouraging me, challenging me, and teaching me along the way. Relying on your support system is not a sign of weakness. I think relying on your support system helps you work smarter and achieve your goals quicker. I want to share with you four types of support you can lean on during your goal achievement journey. You might be wondering, how do I know what support I need? I recommend you go back to your month end and quarter end goal reviews. What themes do you notice? What do you need to learn to achieve your goals? Do you need more accountability? There are clues within your review answers. And if you haven't started a goal review process, then listen to episode 70 to learn more about these best practices. Now let's dive into the four types of support. First, podcast. Most podcasts are free, so there is only an investment of time to engage in this type of support. I recognize you are actually engaging in this type of support right now, so I don't need to sell you on the benefits of listening to podcasts. What I want you to think about is, are you being intentional with the podcast you listen to? I know that when I'm feeling de-energized about business, it's usually a sign I haven't listened to a good business podcast in a while. Some of my current go-to business podcasts are the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher, Empire Building podcast, the Ed Milet show, and the Marie Forleo podcast. When I was thinking about starting my business, I borrowed confidence and courage from podcast hosts. You can build an army of support that goes with you in the car, on walks, or while you're doing chores around your house by listening to podcasts. The second type of support I want to share is peer accountability calls, which are another free form of support. In order to set myself up for success and to motivate me to keep taking steps to achieve my goals, I keep a weekly peer accountability call. My peer is a dear friend, so a bonus to our calls is that we get to catch up and stay connected with one another on a regular basis. 
We've been friends now for somewhere around 18 years. Both of us can't figure out when we actually established our friendship, but we're we're getting close to 20 years, which is pretty powerful. We started having these weekly peer accountability calls when we were both in the first year of running our businesses. We both left corporate roles around the same time. She left a little bit before me, which was inspiration for me to take the leap a few months later. We do not serve the same clients and we're not in the same industries. And this is done by design. I want feedback on growing my business from someone who is also growing a business, but can offer a different perspective. If you want to take advantage of this type of support, I recommend you start by identifying your accountability partner. This should be someone you are excited to connect with weekly and are open to sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Honesty is key. You should feel a desire in your heart to follow through on commitments and avoid disappointing this person. As I say these words, I cringe because I still need to work on my own commitments for this week. And I really don't want to show up to our call on Monday full of excuses on why I didn't get them done. You should pick someone that is a peer. A mentor is someone ahead of you that can teach you how to get to where you want to go, but a peer is in the grind with you. Then schedule your calls. Our calls take place on Mondays, and it's an energizing way to jump back into the work week. Our calls are set on repeat each Monday with no end date because I'm a huge believer that if it's on your calendar, you're going to get it done and follow through. Of course, we adjust as needed, but having these calls on the calendar means we're so much more likely to keep the momentum. Peer accountability calls work when you are consistently showing up and keeping the calls. Then plan your agenda. It can be tempting to turn these calls into social reconnects, and believe me, we've had our fair share of social reconnect calls. But we also do a really good job of diving into business. We typically rotate who shares first based on who has a pressing business problem or a win to celebrate. And typically on these calls, we share our wins, we discuss our challenges, we review our last week's commitments, and we set new commitments for the week. So it's a really simple yet powerful agenda. And if one of us doesn't fulfill a commitment, because hey, listen, we're not perfect, we're here to support and challenge with care. So we work to understand why we didn't achieve a commitment and discuss ways to avoid that same outcome in the future. The third type of support are study groups. I've been in a variety of different study groups throughout my corporate career and on my entrepreneurial journey. Some have been free. It was a group of us, you know, with similar roles and a growth mindset that came together to regularly share ideas. And I've invested money to be part of a group. There are benefits to both types of study groups, but investing money adds a level of commitment and seriousness to the study group. One of the biggest benefits I ever got from a study group was learning that I wasn't the only one thinking or feeling a certain way. If you have self-doubt, fear, or limiting beliefs getting in your way of achieving your goals, it can be freeing and encouraging to hear others share similar struggles and fears. Knowing that I wasn't alone was a huge confidence booster for me. In a recent women's study group I was facilitating, I asked the participants what they got out of the group, and they shared that they learn from each other, share feedback, 
uplift one another, celebrate wins, get advice, and talk about challenges. I can't think of a business owner that wouldn't benefit from this type of support. When I started my coaching business, I didn't set out to be a study group facilitator, but it's a service that is developed based on clients' needs and it aligns with my brand and desire to make an impact. If you are in a study group or if you are forming a study group, I encourage you to consider outsourcing the facilitation of your study group. Study groups can fizzle when there isn't a leader to handle the coordination and facilitation. If you are interested in connecting with me to discuss study group facilitation, go to my website, kristenburke.com and submit an application. The fourth type of support I wanna share is coaching. Now, I might be a bit biased since this is the work that I do, but I can't say enough about the power of collaborating with a coach. At this point, I've hired three coaches and they've all helped me in different ways. I hired my first coach to help me grow my confidence when I was working in my corporate role and to help me navigate my leadership path. My second coach was more of a consultant who offered guidance while I was in the early stages of building my business. And my third coach helped me think strategically and execute on ideas. Coaching is powerful because a coach is going to give you an unbiased outside opinion of your business. You'll have someone to brainstorm with, to discuss strategies with, to talk through how to overcome obstacles, and my favorite, to celebrate wins with. A coach will also challenge you so you grow in the direction of your goals while also supporting you to maintain inspiration and motivation. A great coach truly feels like a partner in your business. If you are thinking about working with a coach or considering a new coaching relationship, I recommend you answer these three questions. Number one, why do you want to collaborate with a coach? Sometimes I have initial coaching conversations with potential clients who have been told by a leader or someone else that they should hire a coach. If you are looking to hire a coach because someone told you to, or if you are looking for a quick fix, I think you're in for a rude awakening. I believe you need to be mentally prepared to work with a coach and willing to do the work. Great coaching results don't just come from the phone calls you have every month. Your coach might assign you homework or follow-up assignments to continue working on a theme from a discussion. Do the homework. A coach might encourage you to take time for reflection or keep a journal, start the journal. The more work you do between your coaching sessions, the more likely you are to achieve your desired results. You should also be prepared and committed to take new risk. You're not hiring a coach to get the same results you've always gotten. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. A coach is going to ask you questions so you learn more about yourself. Spend time reflecting and thinking about those questions. Sometimes a coach is going to tell you things you don't want to hear, but you need to hear. Embrace those difficult conversations. If you make a commitment to your coach but choose not to follow through, you are only letting yourself down. So understanding why you want to work with the coach and being in a position where you are prepared to do the work is fundamental to your success. Number two, what results are you looking to achieve by collaborating with a coach? The clearer you are with your specific coaching objective, the more successful your coaching experience will be. 
When I hired my first coach, I had a very clear objective. I hired my first coach to grow my confidence. Simply put, I wanted someone that I could talk to and discuss what was going on professionally. I wanted to share what I was thinking and unpack the stories I was telling myself. I wanted to walk away from those coaching calls feeling more confident and ready to grow my career. And given the fact that I made the most courageous leap of my life by starting my own coaching practice and am thriving, that initial coaching investment was well worth it. Number three, what has your past coaching experience been? Maybe you've never hired a coach before, but if you played sports as a kid, think back to your old coaches. What did you like or dislike about those coaches? Think about mentors. What did you like or didn't like about those mentor relationships? Having a list of what energizes you and what has gotten you results in the past will be so helpful as you interview potential coaches to grow your business. You can listen for these traits or characteristics throughout your conversation and ask questions to ensure you are hiring the right person for you. And here are some of the questions I recommend you ask a potential coach. Who are your ideal clients? The best professionals can clearly articulate who they enjoy working with and who they are most likely to get results for. Don't be afraid to ask a potential coach who they get a lot of energy from coaching. It will make your coaching calls so much more enjoyable if there is alignment around that energy. What can I expect from our coaching relationship? Specifically, you're looking to figure out how often you're meeting with your coach and what communication boundaries are in place in between your coaching meetings. Are you able to reach out to your coach, to call, to text, to send an email, or are there additional charges for these types of communication? Essentially, what can you expect from coaching? What's the meeting frequency, the communication channels, the support structure? Is this person a challenger or a supporter? Knowing this information will allow you to go back to your list of past coaching experiences and truly align with someone that's going to help you get results. What are some of your past coaching successes and what are some of your past coaching failures? If the person you are interviewing isn't willing to talk about a failure or a lesson they learned, are they going to be vulnerable and transparent enough to help you get results? None of us are perfect. We've all done some things that we would go back and do again if we were given a chance. So try to figure out what kind of results this coach you're interviewing has achieved in the past. And the last question I recommend that you ask a potential coach is what is the specific program? If this wasn't clearly outlined when you discussed expectations, figure out what the coaching program entails. How long is the engagement? Is there a contract? What are the specific types of conversations you're going to be having? Is it casual and open-ended? Or do you need to show up prepared for discussion points on each call? Or is there a specific program that the coach is going to have you follow? And if by now you haven't discussed the investment, find out the investment you will be making for coaching. Finding and hiring the right coach when you're ready can be one of the best investments you make in yourself and your business. Don't be afraid to honestly assess where you are and ask a potential coach questions when you are interviewing that coach. And if a goal achievement coach is what you are looking for, go to my website and submit an application. Between podcast, peer accountability calls, study groups, and coaching, there are so many resources available to help you achieve your goals. 
you have the power to personalize and customize your goal achievement support. I challenge you to take one action after listening to this podcast. Reach out to a peer to set up accountability calls. Listen to another podcast to grow your business or make the decision to invest in yourself and your business by hiring a coach. With that goal achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting your lessons learned and identify your priorities for next week so you can consistently pursue progress in the direction of your goals. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on goal achieving and business growing wisdom. If you want my best goal achieving tips and a monthly reminder to check in on your goals, join my email list at kristenburke.com. 